Howdy guys, welcome back to another episode of How Can It Be with Allie Johnson and Wendy Free. Oh man, welcome back. It's so good to be back. It's great to be back. I miss being in here when I'm away. Oh my gosh. It's only a week, but talking with Allie about Jesus. Mm, It's the best. It's so, so good. It's so, so so good. Okay, well, if you aren't familiar and this is your first time with us, this is a podcast all about glorifying God in the everyday good, the bad, and the in-between. So we're glad to have you with us. And every episode starts out with us talking about little ways that we saw God in our life this week. So Wendy's going to start it out. She's really stoked. Give us what you got, girl. Um, okay, so this, okay, this happens every week for the last three months, but like I just realized today that it is something I should realize and I should be grateful for it. Um, since like August, I'm not even kidding. I have, you know how everyone says that when you see double sevens or triple sevens, it means that God is watching over you. It's a lucky number, you know, look it up. You'll see that it, like, it has, I'm not lying. Look it up on Google, okay? Um, but... <laughs> yeah, I will. I'm super sorry. I'll look it up. Okay. Um, I've been seeing them everywhere. Like, I've probably seen it every hour of my day. I'm not even kidding. For the last three months is I'll see double sevens, and I used to take picture of them. So I used to be like, oh my gosh, look, there's another double seven. But it got to the point where my camera roll was over flowing with double sevens and triple sevens so I stopped taking pictures but I still see them everywhere now and not seeing them is kind of like oh my gosh what am I doing wrong I gotta find God and so even like this last week I've started seeing triple sevens more which triple sevens are even worse I don't know what God's trying to tell me but I like I remember even last week I was like upset one day and I was just not having it and I literally remember seeing those double sevens. And every single time I've seen them, I'm just like, I feel God's love. Oh. And I remember seeing them in those moment, in that moment and being like, okay, I'm frustrated right now, but I couldn't help but smile. And be like, okay, I'm mad, but God, you got me. I'm like, I feel your love. I'm just kidding. I'm not angry anymore. Like, how can you stay mad, you know, when God is in the details of your life? So it's just those little reminders. Like, I have, it's become second nature to me to see them, mm-hmm. but I do need to still recognize it and be like, okay, every time I see it, I feel this little bit of like, okay, God's got me. Yeah. Like, I feel his love. Yeah. And it's almost like we need to amp up the little moments a little mm-hmm. bit more. Like, yeah. even if you are already good at giving God credit in those moments, maybe yeah. some days, like, really, like, take a second to be like, holy, like, the creator of everything. Yeah is taking time to help me remember that he loves me so much. Yeah. And that is awesome. Yeah. Even if that is just seeing two numbers right next to each other. Right. You know? Well, and he finds the way that you know he loves you. Mm-hmm. Like some people, it's sunsets. Some people, I've heard some people say butterflies. Yeah. Are there a sign that God loves them? And he works specifically towards your needs so that you feel that love. Yeah. And I think it's honestly just recognizing that way that God shows up love because he shows it to everyone. Mm-hmm. So you just have to recognize it. And isn't that the cutest too that it's like, yeah. it's it's better than an inside joke mm-hmm. because nobody feels left out. But right. he has an inside 
blessing or connection with every one of his children. And if you don't know what your connection is with him yet, like, figure it out. Like, look for it. So true. And how cool. Like, then you're on a little journey every day to be like, okay, God, like, what's our thing? You know? Like, what's our little, like, tell that, like, I can talk to all my friends about, like, this is what my, my dad in heaven, like, this is what he does to remind me that he loves me every day. Right. Well, and I'm kind of hesitant telling people about it because I'm like, don't steal it. They don't understand. Well, and I'm like, don't steal it. Yeah. Like, this is mine and God's thing. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't understand. This is just how him and I talk to each other. Oh, and I love it. And I love it. And there's no feeling left out with that, too. Like, that's the best thing about God is even though that's an exclusive thing between you and him, like, remembering that, like, with every one of his children, he has some sort of connection like that. Is so powerful and cool too, to remember. Hey, like, even if I feel this way about one of his children, like he still loves them, and they are cherished by him. You know, like so true. So maybe that is a good reminder for us when we are being a little less than patient with some of his kids. Anna, yep, it gets a little tricky. Yep, I was just thinking too when you said like, sometimes when you're livid, you'll see the numbers. Yeah. And I just think, like, we read so much in the Bible and in all scripture, I feel like it says that we need to be like little children, you know? And I'm just thinking about how, like, isn't he the best example of all of that? Like, think about when you're livid and you're, like, babysitting or, like, you're around a little kid and then they say something that's, like, freaking hilarious, but you're livid. And so you're like... You're like but trying then, not to but laugh. But then you giggle also you yes. because they're perfect little tiny innocent right. beings. And you're like, it must be like it's divine and mm-hmm. so intimate and wonderful that God makes those little people step in in moments like that because it's like, oh, like they have no idea. Yeah. They have no idea what they're doing. Right. They have no idea that you're mad in the first place. But they're going to snap you right out of your funk in the same way that God will. Right. And if we become like little children, then we can see his nature a little bit better, you know? And that's probably why he has his little kids be the ones that are like, oh, but like, I'm going to make you giggle right now, even though you're livid. That's a funny thing. It's not up to you, actually. (laughs) Even though you don't want to be happy, I'm going to make you be happy anyways. Right. And it's awesome. Literally how I feel with God. I'm kind of like, okay. You're right. Thanks. For I'm like, I, you forgot I was mad at you right now. So, you're like, now I can't be mad thank at you. Thank you for the thank blessing. You. I'll try to get over myself. <laughs> so true. Oh my gosh. Okay. What's your Zoe? My moment this week happened yesterday. Okay. Okay. Which is funny because I called my little brother after and I was like, listen to what just happened. Oh. And he's like, oh, you should talk about that on your podcast. <laughs> Genius. I said, Amazing. oh, I think I will, actually. Anyways, I was at Target yesterday restocking, like, Diet Cokes for my um, mini fridge in my hair salon, okay? okay. And um, I get my first case of Diet Coke, get my second case, and then I'm walking past. And, you know, if you're my mom, then I didn't see any energy drinks, and that's the end of the story. If you're not my mom, I saw my favorite energy drinks on sale, three for six. Perfect. So already I'm like, God loves me. But then 
So, of course, I uh, grabbed six of them, but I have no cart because I was just going in to grab two cases of Diet Coke. I don't need a cart. No problem. I'm balancing six extra energy drinks in my arms, okay? And I'm walking like this to the self-checkout line in Target, okay? And as I'm approaching the line, they start rolling off and crashing on the ground everywhere. Oh, no. And I'm just standing there kind of like this. And I, there's nothing I can do. Right. <laughs> I'm watching it happen in slow motion. And this lady comes up and starts picking them up and restacking them on me. And I'm like, thank you so much. And she's like, you're so welcome. And I'm like, I wasn't planning on getting these. And she's like, and we never are. And I'm like, true. Okay. Then I go stand in line. And of course, the line is 900 years long. And I'm like, this makes sense, actually. This is perfect. Like, I Good just got to get stronger. I'm right. the Hulk, so it's actually right. fine. Um, and this guy right in front of me turns around and says, hey, so I'm thinking, like, you need my cart. So Stop. will you take it? And I say, oh, no, I got this. This is no problem. And he just starts taking the energy drinks off one by one and putting them into his cart. And he takes his items and holds them at his arms and then leaves the cart with me. And stands in front of me and turns around and that's it. And no I, way. I just looked at the back of him and this is me. And he had just loaded up my cart. Like I had no other option but to just take what he was giving. And like, oh my gosh. I, w- I could have fully broken down and cried in Target because of that. And I'm like, I think I this, is, this is over energy drinks, you know? Right. And how cool that in that moment I can be like, oh my gosh, like that guy is a part of Jesus in my story today. A, so true. Oh. The, I've heard so many people talk about seeing people in their life as Christ-like figures in your life. Yeah. Because it is true that God will send people to be that answer to your prayer. They will send people to bring you closer to Christ. Mm-hmm. And just all I could think about is imagine if that's literally how Jesus is with us. That we are standing here with life carrying all our burdens. Okay? Like all the energy drinks could be school and our trauma with school. Like your Diet Coke, Pepsi, whatever you were buying. <laughs> that could be like your relationship trauma and your family trauma. And you're just holding all of it. And you're like, this is so heavy and it's falling over and you're needing people to catch it and it's falling on people. And then Christ turns around and he's like, hey, no, 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 it's okay. He's like, let me take this. And he slowly takes those burdens off and you're left there while he's carrying them and you don't have anything in your arms. And he's just like, why did you even carry these on your own? Like, let me help you. And it's something that we do have to remember. I mean, we all, and we talk about this, I swear, every episode. Of why are we holding our burdens when we know Christ can carry those burdens? Mm -hmm. Like, why don't we just literally unload on him? Why don't we take Christ's cart, unload all our stuff into his cart, and then we can just stand there and we don't have to be the Hulk every day, you know? Yeah. And we don't have to carry all of it. Mm -hmm. But it's so cool that we do need those reminders. Yeah. And I think, too, like, in the same way that, like, Christ is that guy that gives you Mm -hmm. his cart, you know? Think of all the other ways that, like, there are angels in your life that are that girl that picked up the energy drinks off the ground and stacked them right back up on me. You know, like, 
the way that like we are so taken care of and so looked after I'm like I never will see either of those people ever again right and and if they didn't help me I like it wouldn't have wrecked my day I would have been fine I could have put down all the drinks and picked them all back up like it would have been totally okay but it's little moments like that where I'm like oh man like and that just made my whole day, mm-hmm. oh, how can I do that for somebody else? Right. How can I? Right. And in my prayers lately, at the end, I have been trying to say, like, help me see you, but more importantly, help me help somebody else see you today. Oh, yeah. And how cool, too, like, if you feel like you're at a point with your relationship with God where... Maybe you're at like a standstill. Like sometimes you get into this rut, this in-between land with God where it's like, okay, like we have a good connection. Like I love you. You love me. There's not anything crazy bounce off the walls happening here, you know? And how cool for you to be able to help somebody else and in the same way, help yourself. Yeah. Because you're seeing the light ignite in somebody. And then you remember how important that is that you even have any in the first place. Right. Because think about that too. Like when you're sharing his goodness with somebody, it oftentimes is just a little spark that you're sharing, you know? It's just a little, let me light this match for you really quick. Yeah. And if you think about a match, it's so flimsy. It's going to burn all the way down to the the bottom within Mm -hmm. one minute. Yeah. And so it's really not anything that grand in the moment, but it's amazing the difference that happens after you swipe the match, you know, and it's ignited. And that's so powerful and so cool to be able to watch that sometimes we forget like the power that's behind the whole fireplace, Mm -hmm. you know, like there's this huge fire that's burning that if you have a connection with God already, you have within you. But sometimes watching that spark ignite for the first time within somebody is enough to make you remember how amazing your fire is in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and something that's so cool is when you do bring that light to other people, it's like you said that it like ignites a light inside of us. And now we're both feeling God's love. We're both feeling like Christ changed in our life. And it's so cool to see the kind of Jesus that they find in that moment. Yeah. Because we were talking earlier about all the different kinds of Jesus that there is and how it's so different for everyone. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many points in my life where Jesus has a different title in my life at that certain time. And like yesterday, he could have been someone like a hero or a champion. And other days it's like rescuer or friend. And like in those moments, like Jesus will be that person that you need. Um, so maybe like, what are some of the titles of Christ that like you have found that like are the most important to you? Oh man, we were looking on Pinterest before we started filming and the issue is like, how do you even choose? Truly, how do you even choose? First off, can we talk about Allie's Pinterest and how oh, all it, inspiration literally amazing? Pinterest is another form of doctrine for me. That is actually true. You find gems on Holy Pinterest. Sweet, but I mean, in the same way, I could go and say it's because I'm willing to put in the time and look for the good ones. Yeah. And that's totally 
our relationship with God, too. It's like, you yeah. can find the gems within the scriptures. You can find the gem of mm-hmm. the day if you're looking yeah. for it, you know? You just have to dig a little bit. And I'm deep. like, my Pinterest knows that they they need to be serving me with good stuff because I spent the first yeah. few days of looking for hours and hours and hours and hours to find the good three quotes, you know? And now every time I get on, I'm like, like that is amazing. My heart just burst into a million yeah. happy little tears Yeah. because of that. But it's because I put in the effort. It's like... Right. And that is so cool that that can be manifested even through a little silly Pinterest board. Well, and God knows that you find your inspiration through Pinterest. Mm -hmm. So you can only know that God's sending those quotes. Yeah. Okay, what are the words you found? Uh, Seriously, I really can't even choose. But we talked earlier about some of our favorites. Yeah. And this is actually a little tender because me and Wendy, of course, well, if you haven't caught on yet, we're a little bit soulmates. That's crucial to know. Just a little bit. That is crucial to know. But she looks at me and she's like, yeah, like, I don't know. Like, this is kind of unique about me. But, like, my favorite word for Christ is advocate. And I say, and of course it is. Of course it is because that's also my favorite. Because we're also twins. Uh, like, I shouldn't have even said it. I should have just known. Yeah. That we were the that's same. That's why I knew you were going to say it. Like, in my soul, I'm like, yeah, chances are that's also her she's favorite to one. say it. Yeah. But the you think about advocate yeah how powerful like yeah. i how can that not be your favorite word oh about my gosh. christ and that's the thing is i'm like okay wait awesome because the fact that there's so many others that are gonna be somebody else's favorite mm-hmm. but i'm like wait no this one should be your favorite because it's my favorite Right. But that's the thing is, it is personal with every single one. It's so personal. Mm-hmm. But look at this. So I was looking up actually, um, <laughs> synonyms okay. for um, advocate the other day. I forgot about this until right now. Yes. Okay. Synonyms of advocate are back, champion, support, and uphold. Ooh. Champion? Oh. oh my gosh. And if you think about that too, how powerful to give Christ that title of champion in your life. Yeah. Like think of all the battles that you're fighting and think about how he is going to go into the ring for you. Mm-hmm. And he is going to fight until you come out as the champion. And that's the cool thing about Christ is he's the type of guy to go and do the whole entire fight and then bring you into the ring and put your hand up like you just won, you know? And I'm like, you're amazing. And that is what advocate is, you know? And in Google's definition, it says, while all these words mean to favor actively one that meets opposition. Wow. I'm like, okay, in the literal life of all opposition, you know, there is opposition in all things. And that's what the word tells us, you know, we're doing our study and we're told, hey, there's going to be these hard things. Like in all goodness, there's going to be badness you know Mm -hmm. in all light there's darkness and there's always going to be this opposing side but that's why it's important to remember that there's always going to be Christ as well yeah and he's always going to be there to support the person that's meeting the opposition right right well my favorite thing about that is that Christ will plead your cause Mm -hmm. with the father like, imagine, um, I don't know how perfect you were as a child, but, like, when you did something wrong as a kid 
And one of your siblings was like, hey, don't worry about it. Like, I will go talk to mom and dad about this and I will tell them what actually happened. And you go with him and you go to your parents and you're so scared and you're screaming inside and you're like, I'm about to get granite, grounded. I'm about to get a spanking. Like, I don't even know what's about to happen. Like, you're stressing. And your sibling comes up and he's just like, hey, actually, it was my fault. Like, I'm the one who, like, messed up. It's not her fault. She didn't do anything wrong. I know you're mad at her, but, like, put the blame on me. Yeah. Like, it was my fault. Yeah. That is exactly what Christ does with us. He goes to God and he says, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. She just messed up. But she's also one of my favorites. (laughs) Like, she's also doing right in all of these ways, and I will take the blame. Put it on me because I want to plead her cause. Mm -hmm. And that is just like having someone who will be there is so comforting. Having someone who you know will have your back no matter what. Like there's so many times in life where I'm like, oh my gosh, I kind of feel like I'm alone in this. Yeah. Like who's on my side? Yeah. Christ is on your side and he will be on your side forever. He's on your side with God. Like, your eternal salvation is, like, in God's hands. And Christ is like, yeah, we're doing this together. Don't even worry about it. Like, it's just so cool. He's literally our lawyer. And you don't even have to pay him to be your lawyer. Literally, He's just like, oh, yeah, I just decided because I love you, I'm going to be your lawyer for the rest of your life, actually. So actually past that as well. Actually, don't worry about it because I also always win in court cases. So let's go to the judge together, okay? Yeah. And you're just like, okay, yeah, can I pay you back? And he's like, no. So then you just have to accept it. And it's so cool. Mm -hmm. It's so cool. Yeah. And I mean, if you, it's exactly what you just said at the end, but like, if you think back on times where somebody has done something like that for you in whatever that looks like, but like, maybe you're going to go like as little as like, okay, we're going out to eat lunch and I'm like, oh, I got this. And you're like, yeah, what? No way. Like, what's your Venmo? I'll, yeah. No worries. I got it. And I'm like, oh no, it's on me. It's no problem. It's little moments like that where you just feel this feeling of like, oh, yeah. man. Your heart just swells. You don't deserve man. it. I'm like, man, this is so sweet. Yeah. What a, what an unexpected surprise, you know? But how cool that you can expect some sort of thing like that from Christ every day of your life. And if you look for it, you will become stoked out of your mind when you recognize all the ways that he's stepping up to the plate for you. And he's saying, hey, I got this one. Hey, this is no problem. And all the in all the movies, if you think about it too, like it's these star-crossed lovers and like one of them's going to get killed in the end. And it's like... And they're up there and they're about to get killed. And then the other lover runs in and it's like, no, it was me. Like, take me, you know, that is Christ for all of us. Like if we go back into the word and we read about him and his story and the story of his life, it is a testament of him saying every day, no, here I am, send me. Right. And I'll do it for them. He's like, I'll take the beating. I will do whatever I need to, to make sure she is clean. And it's so amazing. I I will forever be obsessed with the word advocate. <laughs> um, so good. I think one of my favorites that I discovered this year is that he's our king. 
And I put it into a literal sense this year of like, oh my gosh, imagine yourself during, well, okay, you could imagine yourself living in England or you can imagine yourself back in like the royalty days when there were kings and queens and think of yourself as one of the like servants or just one of the common folk and anything you did, you would probably be so scared because the king has rules. The king has all these things of like, oh, I'm going to get my head chopped off if I do this. But imagine having Christ as your king. You already know that you are his equal. It doesn't matter if you're a servant, if you're a common folk, if you work in the stables, you are his equal. And he is actually bringing you in to his castle and you're sleeping in his room probably, or you're sleeping in his finest room. You're eating dinner at his table and he's treating you as such. And it's like we were just saying before about advocate is if you were to do something, he's not chopping off your head. He's actually pleading your cause and probably giving you his robe in return as well. Like, how cool. Christ as your king. Not a lot of us realize that. I mean, I just realized it this year. And I was like, that is the only king I could ever want. Like, who cares about, like, all these other people? Like, Christ is your king. Like, how could you fail? How could you not want everything in life with him? Oh, Just so cool. And it's like, not only is he your king, but he is the king of all kings. Yeah. And I'm like, he's the type of person where, like you said, like, chances are you'll be sleeping in his room with his best sheets, you know? But he's the type of person to welcome you into his life and to say, hey, like, you can have the bed tonight. Like, I'll sleep on the couch. Yeah. Or on the floor. Yeah. Like, he will take this short stick. Yeah. And he'll say, here's my finest china. Yeah. And that's no problem. I'm going to eat on the plastic plate, you know? And the thing with him is... I think we can also think of so many people in our life who will do, like, the nice thing, but then you feel bad about it still. Yeah. They're like, yeah, that's no problem. I'll take it, you know? And then I'm like, well, actually, you should just take it because I'm scared of you right now. <laughs> yep. Like, the amount of times that that was the situation with me and my siblings fighting over shotgun in the car. Yeah. And they're like, my it's when my mom looks at us and is like, are we fighting over are we fighting over shotgun right now? And like, we're 20. Christ-like. Are we fighting over that at 20 years old right now? And I'm like, no, yeah, that's fine. You can have it. Yeah. To my 14-year-old brother. <laughs> Anyways, then he sits there, you know, and then we're all silent the whole entire car ride. And we get out of the car and we're like, that actually wasn't worth it at all. It's <laughs> because so true. Truly, like, We've all been there. It's not fun for him to sit there anymore. Right. Like, even though I gave it up for him, like, my attitude was bad. The atten- the intention yeah. was bad the well, entire and then time. he felt bad that he took it mm-hmm. and that he didn't let you have it. Like, mm-hmm. you all just feel it's bad. It's a lose-lose situation. It and is. That's the cool thing about Christ is when he gives it to you, he means it. Mm-hmm. And he says, wait, I actually can't imagine it any other way. Yeah. Wait, this was always yours in my head. Yeah. And I'm like, but it says your name on it. Like, yeah, like, I don't deserve this. It's not mine. Yeah. And he's he's like, like, oh, I scratched out my name. Yeah. And he's like, wait, didn't you forget what's mine is yours? Yeah. And he means it, you know? Oh, he's the best. Amazing. Amazing. Um, Okay. Another word that I love is, I mean, we already talked about all these, but rescuer. Oh. Like, just that alone is it defines itself. Mm -hmm. 
Like, you know when you hit rock bottom that Christ is already reaching out his hand and he's down there with you and he's going to pull you out. Like, it's so comforting to remember that and hear that because there are times, I mean, I have had times in my life when I have felt like I was at the rock bottom. And I remember there's days where, like, I just wanted to stay in bed and all I could do that day was just cry and lay in bed and turn on TV and you literally feel like you're not coming out of this. But Christ is down there. Just the fact that he's our rescuer, it gives you that hope that any trial that is coming your way, it doesn't matter if you hit rock bottom in that trial because Christ will pull you out. Yeah. He'll be there. And it's so cool too, as you're saying that, um, I remembered that in my Pinteresting, yes. I found this, like this last week even, and it says, sometimes God lets you hit rock bottom so that you realize he is the rock at the bottom. Oh. And yeah. I'm like, oh, it literally in, like, and that's why it's all about, like, we hold so much more power than we think. Like, right. whatever trial you're in right now, whatever situation you are in right now, I feel like we're so quick to be like, I'm never going to get out of this, you know? Yeah. When really we should be saying, like, what can I get out of this? Yeah. You know? And we have to remember he has a purpose for everything. And sometimes that is literally just so that you that he can be like, hey, like, did you forget that I've been here? Yeah. And he's not going to put the trial in your life. Yeah. But I think sometimes he might take a little bit longer to pull us out. Right. So that we can recognize that we need him and we can't do it without him. Right. And how sad, like that makes me want to cry my eyes out a little. To think about all the times that he's watching me suffer. Yeah. And he's just like, his arms are stretched out still, yeah. you know. And he's just saying, oh, like, and he's crying, you know. Like one of my favorite verses of scripture is when it says like, oh, it's literally when Jesus goes to raise Lazarus from the dead, okay? okay? And everybody knows that he goes and he's three days late. Right. And he's, Lazarus is already wrapped up in the tomb, like, and Jesus gets there and what, it's Mary and Martha, yeah? Yeah. The sisters, they fall at Jesus's feet and say, oh, like, Lord, you were late. Like, he's gone. Right. He's gone, you know, like. And that's our brother. And, like, we understand that you're busy, but we're so sad because we know that you could have saved him. Mm -hmm. And in the scriptures, like, Christ says, like, where have ye laid him? Okay. And then immediately after it says, and Christ wept. Yeah. And I'm like, Christ knows that he's going to go raise Lazarus from the dead. But he also sees right then and there the sorrow that Mary and Martha are feeling. And so he takes a step back and he says, hey, let me just like come down to your level really quick. Like, let me be in this with you for a second. Right. And it's like, how would that story be different if instead it said, and he got there and snapped his fingers and Lazarus came out and gave them all a high five. You know, like it would still be amazing yeah. because it's like, oh my gosh, like we thought he was gone, you know? But the way that Christ says, hey, there's actually a lot of 
growth that could happen for you if you take a second to be with me in your moment of sadness. And I'm like, how many lessons can we learn? Like, we really do need to change our mindset from Mm -hmm. how can I get out of this to what can I get out of this? Yeah, yeah, that is so true. And it's like holding on to that hope that Christ will get us out of that. And while you're talking, I thought of this song that I'm obsessed with. It's called Leave It All Behind. I don't even know how to say the artist's name, so I'm not going to say it. So sorry. Um, Where is it? It says, oh, I'm so sorry. Um, Basically, it just talks about um, when you feel like you have lost no hope. I couldn't find it. But when you feel like you have lost everything and you feel like you're just on the ground, you hold on to that hope that he has given you. And you hold on to the fact that he is going to show up and that he does feel your pain and he does know what you're going through. Sometimes when I'm going through those times of feeling no hope, like feeling absolutely hopeless, you have to like put yourself in a place of Christ knows what I'm going through. And those sometimes have been the only way that I have gotten out of that is knowing that Christ is one of the only people who knows exactly how I feel right now. And because of that, I can keep pushing forward because Christ got through it. I know he can get me through it. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, if I feel like if you look in the definition book, <laughs> Wikipedia. Definition book. Whatever it's called. Um, dictionary, don't call it that anymore. Definitely call it only a, de- definition. a definition book, please. Um, but if you look under rescuer, that should be the definition. Mm-hmm. That it is someone who knows what you're going through and they will pull you out because they know exactly how it feels. They've already gotten out of it, so they know how to get you out of it. Oh, I love that so much. I'm looking up what um, rescuer means. is. So we'll see if she's right or not. No problem. Yeah, what does it actually say? A person. Oh, these are sweet. A person who saves someone from a dangerous or difficult situation. Okay. This little, it always gives like a little example of how to use the word. It says, all reached safety and thanked their rescuers. And then below that, it says, a person who prevents something from failing. And then below it, it says, his career as a rescuer of troubled companies. Hey, that's the best thing ever. That. Wow. Prevents something from failing. Oh my gosh. And uh, what are synonyms? This is Google too. So this isn't even like me trying to go in and be like doctrinal. This is seriously. This This is is not the Bible dictionary. This This is is not Bible definition book. This is Google. Okay. (laughs) It says on this page, you'll find 27 synonyms. For the word rescuer, okay? Perfect. Such as deliverer and redeemer. And those are two more words that define Jesus. And how cool that, seriously, those are the first two words that they're going to use. Yeah. In connection with rescuer. Oh, man. Amazing. It's so amazing. Amazing. 
And how cool, too, that he can, yeah. his personality fits in every single word that you can think of for him. And that's personal yeah. for each of us. Yeah. And how cool that we get the chance to figure out in the same way that we can be looking for the ways, like, our little personal cool click with God, we can be looking for who Christ is to us. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, whoever you need him to be, he will show up as that person. And he'll do a better job at that title and that role than any of us could ever do in this life. And you just have to hold on to that. And it's so cool. He is our advocate. He is our king. He is our rescuer. And there are so many more words that describe him that just make you in awe of like, why do I deserve this person? Like, especially during this time of year, another word is like the light of the world. He is the one who shines through the darkness and he brings that light into your life. And it's just how, how can it be? How do we deserve this? Like, it's just amazing. Um, and I think obviously one of the reasons why we want to make him an everyday topic, yeah. why we want to make sure that we speak about him every day because he is that person who will be there. Yeah. And don't be ashamed Yeah, to talk about him because if you know him, mm-hmm. then he cannot not be a part of your life. Right. You will feel his absence if you know him yeah. and you aren't making the space for him. Yeah. And if you have that connection with him, open up the door to be able to share it with somebody. Ignite the light in somebody else. Yeah. And there's no better time to do that than in the Christmas season. Yep. There's no better time. Yep. Let's bring everyone to Jesus. Yeah. Everyone needs that light. Mm-hmm. So your assignment this week is find who Christ is to you. What word yeah. What word yeah. defines, defines him. him for yeah. you this week? And the cool thing is that can change every week. Yeah. That can change every day. But be keeping that on your mind this week and you might find yourself asking, how can it be? Yeah. How oh. can it be? Hallelujah for Hallelujah. Jesus. We love you. We'll see you next time. Bye.